G'day awesome people, welcome to episode 124 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg and if you have any training, racing or nutrition questions or you just want to shoot me through some feedback or tell me I've got a face made for podcasting, shoot me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. So today's question comes from Mick. I am on the verge of making the next big investment and was considering getting a smart trainer or a power meter. What would you recommend? It depends greatly on what you want to do with this thing. So if you just want to ride indoors and just knock around and that's about as good as you get, you know, ride Zwift and go up hills, that, that sort of good stuff. On Zwift, I'd say smart trainer. You can get them $1,000 to $1,500. They're cool. They look great. Everyone's got one. Or... If you're doing triathlons, and I'm guessing you're doing triathlons because that's what the podcast is generally about, um, I would recommend uh, getting a power meter because you're going to be off the road. You get the numbers off the road. You can get these exact numbers on a, on a wind trainer, a turbo trainer, depending where you are in the world, depends what you call them, uh, indoor trainer. So, for instance, i got a power meter. Um, it's all very nice. I have a 13, 14-year-old wind trainer. I only paid $200 for back back what it feels to be 100 years old. Um, I, I ride that. I ride Zwift. So I don't ride Zwift sessions. So when the road goes uphill and climbing a big hill or something, I don't get you know, down gears. I used to when I first was doing it, I'd down the gears and I'd make out I'm riding up a hill. I... What I do with Zwift is I just like watching someone ride in front of me, thinking, "Oh, yeah, that's me." Or look at me go! Oh, just overtaking that person. <laughs> Don't look behind. I'm a, I'm a cyclist. I'm going past you, mate. Yeah, it's it's just that little bit of um, just takes the mind away from God. I'm indoors right now, so uh, that's why I like Zwift. I only do Swift Zwift with an actual session, so I'll have um, and I and I also need something else stimulating me as well because i'm in bloody indoors so well i'll have a little i've got this tiny little whiteboard i think my wife paid two dollars fifty four and i I write down my session there so you know let's let's do a nice easy session nice easy number so i'll just write um 10 minute warm-up then i'll do 20 times one minute at ftp and then one minute easy then with 10 minutes cool down at the end and then then i'll have my galaxy tablet playing generally a live concert from some some band generally metallica because that generally keeps me going and then i've got swift going and i'll go between them all and so when the hill goes up when so when the road road goes uphill i'm not bothered at at it all because i've got my particular session if that that's what i do and that's i like that because there's there's a purpose with, with it even with my easy sessions Easy sessions become technique sessions. So let's say I'm gonna, uh, my legs are a bit cooked from the day before. I just need to ride easy for an hour. So I'll ride, let's say, 130 watts for one hour. That becomes a technique session. So I might change change cadences, uh, full focus on my position in the. So there's there's a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. If I wanted to really get into Zwift and do the proper Zwift races and not really worry about what's going on in the outworlds and ride outdoors and worry about my power numbers outside. I'd get a, a smart one of the smart trainers 
but that's not me. Um, and I like like looking at my number, my power numbers, what I'm doing on the outside, on the road. And then I can correspond it to races as well. So, right, I've, last last week I had Coles Bay, Coles Bay half. So I worked out, right, I, I want to ride this. You're right out of transition and you're going up this hill. The day before I rode up the hill, I thought I'll ride up at, a, at um, my um, threshold. So I rode up at a threshold, and I had a mate telling me, "No, that's you, you're just going to that's going to be silly. You need to go about 20, 20 watts higher than that for this particular hill." So I, I did, did the dip. So I went back down, and I went up. I went up the first one. I went up at three hundred watts. The next time I went down, I rolled down. I went straight up and, and sat at three hundred fifty. I'm thinking, man, this is cooking me more, and I'm and I'm seeing very very little in the speed. So come race day, I just sat at my threshold. That's where a power meter comes into it. You're not going to over... You, you, if you look at it, you're not going to overcook yourself. Where a smart trainer, you're going to have no idea what you're going to do on race day. So I digress greatly there. I, t- I answered the story in a very long-winded way, but I, you know, I hope that helps. So if I was you, if you're racing... Training outdoors, go power meter, uh, and they're a lot quicker. Like you get those stage power meters for um, six hundred bucks now. That's that's cheap as chips. You're silly not getting them uh, over what, one thousand fifteen hundred dollar smart trainer. I'd buy a good wind buy a good wind trainer. Power cheap power like six hundred bucks stage power meter or one similar to that. Bob's your uncle, Fenny's your aunt. You're as sound as a pound. Uh, if you guys have any questions, shoot me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com till tomorrow. Hooroo.